Welcome to the Solo to CEO podcast for female coaches who are ready to focus on their expertise and scale their business while their systems do the rest. I'm your host, Rebecca Marioki, a systems and automations expert with a knack for anything on a spreadsheet, a mom of three beautiful kids, including twins, a wife and a business owner. For years, I wanted to be in control of my income and wealth while making impact, but I struggled to see how I could do this while working my hectic corporate job. I dabbled into the online business world, but soon realized that the overwhelm of wearing all the hats in my business meant that I couldn't run things the way I had always done. And that's why I started this podcast, to show you the possibilities of where you could take your coaching business with the right systems in place to better manage your tasks, teams, clients, you name it. Tune in every week for actionable steps to help you go from busy solopreneur to boss CEO so you can scale your business with ease, stay in your zone of genius and have the time to do the things that light you up. Let's get started. Okay, popping in here really quickly to share a new resource that I know is absolutely going to blow your mind. Insert the mind blown emoji right here. (laughs) I am introducing a brand spanking new resource called the Find Your Project Management Mojo Quiz. I get it. Running a business, serving clients and wearing all the hats in your business is fun at first until you realize that your business has become your life. If you are wondering how to escape this hustle mentality, get more time freedom and white space in your calendar and scale your business CEO style, this quiz is just for you. Think of it. What would you do with an extra two hours every week? Would you take a well-needed break? Would you brainstorm your next million Would you brainstorm your next million dollar idea? Would you bake a cake? Okay, I just had to put that in there because I love baking. Or would you spend more time with your family? By taking this two minute quiz, I can assure you that if you follow the steps to leveling up your system of managing your day to day tasks based on your quiz results, you are going to get back two hours of your work week guaranteed. Once you get your customized success plan, which will be delivered into your inbox after completing the quiz, drop me a DM on Instagram and tell me one thing you've learned about your mojo. I cannot wait to see you take this quiz and get the resources that you need to scale your business like the CEO that you truly are. So head over to rebeccak.co forward slash quiz and take the quiz right away. Let us get you to scaling minus the burnout plus the time freedom that you've been dreaming of. I am so pumped for today's episode because our guest for today, Lindsay, is a coach that I have worked with personally. So I know that her coaching methods are just so amazing, so easy to apply and so practical. And I related with her on so many levels because just like me, she is a mom and she has a full-time nine to five job, which she actually loves. And she runs her coaching business in a way that doesn't subscribe to the hustle mentality. So Lindsay Maloney is a self-made business and success coach who specializes in teaching women how to start and scale their dream coaching businesses with simplicity and confidence. She believes that you should always choose your intuition to guide you as you grow your business. 
Lindsay works with women who want to get unstuck and structure their brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. She is also the creator of the Standout Coaching Academy and is the host of the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. We went into so many different avenues of growing and scaling a coaching business. So I know you are going to love this one. You definitely want to have a notebook and pen very close by so that you can take notes as Lindsay shares her brilliance and amazing tips that she has used in growing her business to a six figure. So sit back, relax and enjoy. Hi, Lindsay. Welcome to the Solo to CEO podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Hey, Rebecca, thank you for having me. Thank you so, so much for accepting our invite. So go ahead and tell us a bit about yourself, your journey, being a business owner and what your business is about. Sure. So I will try to give you the cliff notes because it's a long story. Basically, 10 years ago, I had one baby at the time and I decided to do something more with my life. I was happy with my career. I got to stay home and work with my son But when it came down to the afternoons after work was done and I was waiting for my husband to get home and he was taking a nap, I got kind of bored and I thought, how much more can I clean my house (laughs) and what else am I supposed to do with my life? Mm -hmm. So I dabbled in, you know, selling things, the typical gateway drug into entrepreneurship, right? Mm -hmm. You're a health coach and you're doing all these things. You're just kind of filling it out. And back then we didn't even have Instagram. We just had the only thing we had to decide was whether we should have a Facebook account or not. That was the only big thing we had to make a decision on. I became a health coach. I did all the certifications. I I immersed myself in educating myself with personal training. I had clients come to my home. I had a little home gym. I was charging a whopping $10 an hour to train people. Mm -hmm. And my second baby came along and I pulled the plug on everything. I didn't want a website. I didn't want social media. I didn't want anything. And I just kind of decided just to be mom. And I still support that decision. And after she got a little bit older, I would say maybe close to a year, I remember really missing that world. So I went in and I invested in my first course and I went through it faster than was expected. And I really fell in love with the business side of it. This is definitely a long story, Rebecca. I apologize, but I (laughs) go ahead. I love the business side of it. So I decided to drop the health coaching aspect of it and move myself into business coaching. And ever since then, I suppose that's been five or six years ago. My daughter's seven right now. It's been amazing. I've gotten to work with women from all over the world. I launched my group program a few years ago. I think it'll almost be four years. It's been a process of balancing my family. I added on another baby in the meantime. So now I have three kids still working my career. And my business has been absolutely successful and I feel so blessed to be able to connect with women just like you every day. It's amazing. And to be transparent with my lifestyle, and I know that's why we connect so well, is because we're letting women know that you can have a business, you can have a career and a family on top of it and still be successful. Amazing. What a journey it has been, Lindsay. I can only imagine how it was then, like trying to connect to clients and to people, because I think most of us and most of the listeners on this podcast 
probably started their coaching businesses when Instagram was already a thing and connecting in Facebook groups was already a big thing. So tell us more about, I'm really curious to know how you actually built a business without social media being what we know it to be today. Yeah, I feel like an old grandma telling everyone how it was back in the day. (laughs) It was different. We really had to rely on our website Mm -hmm. uh, to play a lot for us. So that was huge. I remember my first client came in. Actually, I think my first client came in through Twitter, which is weird because I don't do anything with Twitter. That was so long ago, but that's how she found me. And um, I think it's because I shared a lot of my blog posts on there. So the main source of your business should always be, you want people to go to your website, whether Instagram is your thing or not. It's still always going to be like the most important thing. So, and I remember my first high ticket client came in because she found me on Google because of a blog post. So that's always going to be, I don't think that's ever going to change. I don't think people are going to go from Instagram to signing on clients they're always going to go to your website. That's where we have the links and all of that stuff. They're always going to go to your home. So if you don't have a home set up and it's not easy for people to navigate and understand who you are and how you can help them, then the awesome, consistent planning you do on social media isn't going to work for you. It's not all about social media. That stuff can shut down any day. But having a good website with with you being the face of it and you being able to talk to your people to make them feel like you're reading their mind. That's why clients sign up to work with you. I love that. And I think that's one of the things that attracted me to you when I started working with you was how you talked about, you know, having a sort of storefront and not just relying solely on social media, because I have seen enough horror stories of coaches whose Instagram accounts have just been blocked overnight, Mm -hmm. people whose Facebook groups have just disappeared. So I think the point you raised about websites is such a key, and I think it's not talked about enough. You know, people talk about email lists, but people don't talk about the power of websites in the coaching space. So maybe Mm -hmm. give us a few tips on how to sort of get our websites at a point where we can actually attract those dream clients. Yeah, that's one of the first things that I have to have my clients get totally nailed down before we can move forward. You've heard me use this analogy before. You can't expect people to come to your house farming party if your house hasn't even been built, if it's not fully furnished and decorated, and it doesn't make people feel like they're at home. We want people to stay there. We want them to move around and feel like they're getting more comfortable the further they click inside. So if our website isn't working for us, nothing will work for us. I know there's a lot of the catchy things like you don't need a website to have a multi- six-figure business and to sell out your program. Well, those people are selling programs to help you do that. So always consider the source, right? Exactly. (laughs) So your website should be a place where you should be able to go in and see your homepage is this visible magazine cover of all your greatest things, a summary of it. I think the days of having these long copy pages for us at our industry is gone. People have very tiny attention spans online. So we have to be able to give them all the highlights. So go to your website as if you've never been there before and go to the homepage and read everything. Does this make sense? Does this button go where it should go? Sometimes we even have broken links and we don't even know about it. 
does this even help me get clients? Is this aligning with my direct vision? Or is this just on there to be filling up space? Your content that you have on your website, whether it's your blog, your podcast, video, whatever it is, is it front and center so people can get to know you a little bit more? Are you putting out things consistently? And do you have a sales page that can get people on your application and onto your calendar? It doesn't have to be complicated. In fact, the simpler, the better, but it's so important to have that foundation. So when you're sleeping and people stumble onto your site, they can see your freebies, your content, what you're about, how easy it is to get from your website to on a call with you so you can build your business and help other people. Oh my goodness. Those are such amazing gems you have shared. I definitely think that websites are such a powerful tool and the interaction with Pinterest, which is also something you teach a lot in your coaching programs, Mm -hmm. is definitely a way of making sure we don't get the overwhelm of having to be on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn 24 hours, seven days a week. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I think a lot of people don't pay much attention to There's definitely a lot of hype around, you know, hitting six figures, hitting seven figures, but not many people are talking about the finances. And I know one of the core pillars of what you talk about is making sure you're running a sustainable business that is giving you a reasonable return and not just an expensive hobby. So what do you do to make sure that your business and your offers and your programs actually make sense from a financial point of view? Yes. So I'll have clients come in and they're using, I'm not going to mention names, but they're using the all-in-one programs to be their landing page, their email service provider, their website. It's all this one package and it costs quite a bit of money, especially when you're not bringing in any money. And so I tell them, you don't have to do that. The reason why people think that they need to do all of these things and subscribe to all this stuff, because there's so much noise out there talking about, if you don't invest in your business, then your business will not bring in any clients. If you don't invest in your business, you're not taking it seriously enough. But the thing is, is when I started Stand Out Coaching Academy, I knew that the people who come into my world are looking to start their business, right? Because let's be honest, they need money, right? They're not wanting to start a business because they just had some extra time and way too much money and they needed something to do with it, right? So I knew that that is a huge pain point. And people will maybe argue with me saying your pricing is too low or whatever it is. I decided years ago that I'm going to be the thing in someone's life to help them propel their business, not to make people go in debt. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of chit chat about how to have these big months and these big years, but no one's talking about what it actually costs to start your business, right? We have to pay for our website. We have to pay for our email service provider our social media scheduler, that stuff adds up after a while, right? Especially when you don't have a career to support you and you're doing this all on your own. So I totally get that. And what happens is we invest in these things for a few months and we don't see anything coming in. So we'll talk our husband into enrolling in a course or we'll talk our husband and and ourselves into getting a coach, right? Mm -hmm. And we invest even more in our business and we make these promises to ourselves and still nothing is happening. Well, why isn't anything happening? It's not because you didn't invest enough. That's a lie. The reason why nothing's happening is because you're putting all of your faith into someone else. You're putting all of your faith into a program or a tool or 
a VA that somebody told you to get. And there's zero faith left in yourself. So Mm -hmm. I think it's important to like, I have my arms like wide open right now. I to grab all of the faith that you've put into everybody else but yourself and put it back into you. And you don't need all the fancy bells and whistles to make your business run really smoothly. You do not. And I'm very transparent with what I use all over the place. You don't need all that stuff. You can significantly lower your costs down by just asking people what they use. And I think we're so afraid to do that. And we pay attention to everyone who's saying, use these high ticket things to make your business run smoother and faster, Mm -hmm. more efficient, but really it's not the program. It all comes down to you. Does that make sense? Oh, yes, that totally makes sense. And I think that's great advice, even for business owners and coaches who are scaling, because it is very easy to very quickly stack up your expenses. And an exercise I do with my clients is we do a tool audit. And they are so surprised at the end of that audit as to how much they're spending on tools on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, you actually realize that all this talk and the hype of, you know, do this, use that, subscribe to this Mm -hmm. is actually not the secret source to scaling your business. So I love everything about what you said. It totally makes sense. And I think it's a good segue into my next question, which is a common misconception about coaching. And specifically when you're starting one-to-one is that it can't be scaled. So I'm interested to hear your view on this and how you help your clients make sure that they don't feel they have to sort of be on one-to-one calls all day Mm -hmm. or they're kind of boxed into a specific business model and they can't expand their business. That's a great topic. I think, yeah, there's kind of a stigma on that, right? We talk about how we want to launch a group program so we can scale and scaling doesn't always mean money to me. It means time. And time is way more important to me than anything because I can't buy it and neither can you. Well, I'm pretty sure we won't ever be able to do that. So I'm not thinking just dollar signs. I'm thinking time. And so when I think about uh, one-on-one clients, yes, the only other way to do it financially is to raise our prices. So every quarter or every year, you can look at your pricing, your packaging and raise them. Uh, when I first started, I consistently raised them probably every quarter for quite a while. And I don't think I've raised mine in quite a while now. But I think you really have to go with your gut on when it's time to raise your coaching prices. It'll just come to you. Seriously will. can think really clearly when I'm doing the dishes or something where I don't have to really think. And I'm like, I think it's time to raise my prices. So raising your prices for your coaching packages, absolutely necessary because you're not always going to want to be charging $2,000 for 12 calls, right? And as you grow, you're learning more, you're investing more time in your business and you are probably investing more money into your business to learn more. And people discount that. They don't even realize, oh yeah, I'm not even taking into consideration the $10,000 program I was just in or the... $5,000 program I just completed and adding all that time and value into your pricing, your mindset will allow you to go and hit backspace and put a bigger number on your packaging. Coaching programs are a great way to scale your business at whole because you're not spending all of your life on a Zoom call. If you kind of hold space for four clients or whatever that is for you, that's great. And then your coaching program 
is going to be you getting on the call with many in the same amount of time. So that's why I launched Standout Coaching Academy years ago. So I can do just that. Oh, yes, that makes a lot of sense. And I think the one thing I love about the coaching business model is that the possibilities are endless and you could literally scale it, like you said, without having to scale the amount of time you're putting into it. You just have to have that sort of strategy, but the intuition as well. So I feel like you've seen the sort of list of questions that I had prepared because one of the questions I had was, you know, how do you lean into intuition and balance with the hard facts or strategies or whatever, you know, coaches, coaches are telling them that they should do, or this is the right way to go. And I think I saw your Instagram post a while back where you talked about how to raise your prices. And it was so funny because I was looking for, you know, the five steps. And all you said was go to the back end of your website, hit delete on the current price and put in your new price. So I found that quite funny, but so related to this topic of intuition. So give us a few tips on how we can lean into it. Yes, I have said that many times and I always get a few giggles because there's a lot of people are like, oh, how do I raise my prices? <laughs> I don't have any... <laughs> I don't have any secret to it except that. But leaning into your intuition is going to allow you to be a good decision maker in your business. And this applies to everything in life. We're going to come into some spots where it's hard to make a decision. Uh, we kind of know what the right thing is. We feel that in our gut. And that's just how I was raised. What is your gut telling you? What's God telling you? What's your heart telling you? And it might not be what you think everyone else is doing. But the thing is, is what you're seeing is highlight reels of everybody else. You're not seeing the thoughts going back and forth between someone else's, you know, method of making a decision. You're not seeing all of that stuff. You're probably seeing the solution that you're fighting with. That's probably what you're seeing because you're fighting with it in your head. So your intuition is telling you what to do. And a lot of times we fight with it because we know that it's probably not what everyone else is doing. And we don't want to feel left out. We don't want to feel different. Yeah, We don't want to look weird or we're also afraid that it might not be the right choice, right? And that's okay. I was working on some content too, where I said, you will never fail if you don't try. And trying means that you are okay with whatever happens. Mm -hmm. Trusting the process is going to make you such a sound business owner because you're not looking for everyone else's opinion. You know that I get frustrated when people say, well, I took a poll in my Facebook group and 50% of the people said I should do this program and 50% said I should do this. What should I do? Well, what do you want to do? Why can't you make your own decisions? Why are you relying on everyone else for everything? That's not why we're here. We're here to empower people and we can't pretend that we can make decisions and be sound women, sound mothers and business owners by constantly looking back over our shoulder, wondering what everyone else is thinking. Mm -hmm. That's my theory. Oh my goodness. This is so, so powerful. And I think as coaches, we need to lean in even more into our intuition because we need to also guide the people who come to us for advice mm -hmm. and for help. And if we can't guide ourselves using our own intuition, how are we going to help them do the same thing for their business or whatever it is they're coming to us for help. So that's that's such a great point that you've raised there. And I think I also saw a recent post where you said, even if it's me who told you to do this, it doesn't mean you should. 
right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's your business. You need to make a final call and a decision based on what you feel is right for your business. So thank you so much for sharing that. So we talk about systems a lot around here. And I know you talked a bit about, you know, some of the systems or tools you don't use, but tell us a bit about what tools you use or have used to scale your business and, you know, while working full-time, raising kids and also being a homeschool mom, which is so amazing. Well, you know, the first thing that I'm going to mention is Asana. It helps me put my thoughts somewhere. Sometimes, I don't know about you, Rebecca, but I'll put an idea into Asana and then I'll come back the next day and Mm -hmm. I'll think, what the heck was I trying to say? I try to be very cryptic sometimes like, oh yeah, I'll know what this means. And I have no idea what it meant. I'll figure it out eventually. (laughs) You need to have something else besides a planner. Mm -hmm. I have a planner in front of me, but my mind works better if I can go from brain to paper to digital. That's how my brain works. Mm -hmm. So Asana is always up on my computer at all times. That's how I run my business. Otherwise, I would forget because I have a lot going on. There's too much happening. If it's not in front of me, it's not going to happen. That has allowed me to scale my business because it's given me mental clarity. So I can do all the things that God has given me in my life. So I love that program dearly, but I don't use the paid version. I use the free version. So there's that. I know a lot of people always ask, so do I need the paid version? No, you don't. Yeah. I use that a lot. What else do I use? I use all the typical little things that help us build our business. I always say, use the free version first. And then when you start to have this battle in your mind of whether or not you should hire somebody in your business, take a look at the programs you're using and see if it makes more sense to upgrade rather than hiring someone else to do it. Mm -hmm. That was a big light bulb moment for me. I thought, oh, I need to hire a VA to do this. And I thought, well, let me just see how much it costs to upgrade. Well, in the long run, it's going to be a lot going to make a lot more sense to upgrade. So take a look at the things that you're using. Mm -hmm. You don't need to use the fancy things. In fact, simplifying is the way to go for me. And I'm always happy to share what I use. I even have uh, a couple different toolboxes in my freebie vault that I share all of the tools that I use in my business when I started and now. Thank you so much. And yeah, I always tell people, always try and automate before you delegate because automating is always going to be more efficient in the long run. So I like what you said about that analogy of, you know, VA versus upgrading. And for all the listeners, we are going to put in the link to Lindsay's Freebie Vault for you to have a look at some of the tools that she used um, at different stages in her business. So wrapping up, One of the things that is just so amazing about you is how you're able to show up for your business every day. You have a nine to five, which I know you love, and you're a homeschooling mom. So give us these time management tips that help you just be so super consistent without subscribing to the hustle mentality. Yes, I don't like the hustle mentality. It gives me a bad taste. I don't like it. It's not sustainable, especially if you're a mother. Yeah. It's not healthy. So for me, I have to have very themed days. Like for example, right now my inbox is full of podcast interview requests and applications. And yes, it bothers me a little bit to see the number increase. Mm-hmm. It's a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. And I could certainly go and sit and read all these emails or I can say no Lindsay on Friday, 
you'll be able to do that because that's your podcast day. Mm -hmm. So having specific themed days with my business allows me to manage everything, right? I can say, no, I know I want to do this. I know it feels like, oh, I have a little extra time. Let me, let me do this. No, just stick to the plan, stick to the plan. And this has allowed me to implement this whole mindset into my homeschool. We style our day around that same thing, themed days. We'll do some school together. Mm -hmm. And then some days we'll do school, just me and one kid at a time. And that allows us to have a little bit of variety in our week. So it doesn't feel like the same thing every day and having flexibility. I did a podcast episode on how similar homeschool is to running your business. It is wildly similar. Mm -hmm. And if something feels hard, if it feels rough, you'll be able to pick it up with experience and know like, this isn't working. Let's make a change and know that you can always make a change. You are the boss. I'm the boss of my kids and I'm the boss of my business. So if something feels weird or it doesn't feel like everyone's totally happy with this, we can always make a change. Mm-hmm. And then sticking to the plan is going to allow you to have that that central focus because I get very, I have a hard time saying focus sometimes online, right? We have so many tabs open all, and everything's just kind of running through our brain. Yes, We're easily inspired. We all have that. That's a gift, Mm -hmm. but sometimes we need to take it down a notch and stay focused. And that's exactly how I do it. And it's amazing how the routine and the plan gives you more freedom Mm -hmm. because a lot of people think that routine and having this structure actually takes away from your freedom, but you've totally proved how it doesn't. It actually gives you back time to do other things that you want to do as a priority in your life. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Amazing. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for all the gems you have shared. My goodness, I've taken so many notes (laughs) and I am sure the listeners around here are going to be so, so grateful for you coming to share all this goodness. So please tell us a bit about where we can find you on social. Sure. Lindsay with an A underscore Maloney. I will post every single day on Instagram. I like to show up on stories as much as I can. I am busy with our new puppy right now. And so he's taking a lot of my time. (laughs) (laughs) So once all that gets settled, maybe I'll be back a little bit more. But I love going on Instagram every day and uh, sharing how I like to educate, inspire and entertain a little bit and hopefully make everybody laugh a little bit with my weird sense of humor. But I think it's important (laughs) to just show up in the way that's best for you. No pressure. Mm -hmm. And then you can always go to lindsaymaloney.com and you can go grab um, all the freebies you want. I have a freebie vault there. And I have a podcast if you want to listen, the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. And I love um, talking with women just like Rebecca and sharing tips for all the coaches out there. Amazing. Amazing. Yes, please do follow Lindsay, especially on Instagram. Her captions are just so, so funny, especially if you're into... I don't know what it's called, ironic humor or what it is. (laughs) I love it so, so much. Thank you so much, Lindsay. We usually ask one fun question. So your question for today is, if you had a superpower, what would it be? That I would never need sleep and I could just go all day and do everything (laughs) that I want. I could read. I could just have time to myself. Everyone else has to sleep but me. That would be my superpower. (laughs) more time right (laughs) no one has ever given that answer so spot on (laughs) thank you once again Lindsay, for being on the show yes thank you for having me 
Hi, before you leave, I want to give you an exclusive invite into my Facebook group, the Solo to CEO community for female coaches, where I go live weekly to give you my tips, tactics, and strategies to help you unlock your next level business with the power of profitable systems and automations. If you like what you hear on the podcast, I go in there even deeper in the community to help you scale your business faster and get even more clients with systems that are designed to scale your business. Sounds like something you need? Jump in by clicking rebeccak.co forward slash community in your browser or check out the link in the show notes. I cannot wait to connect and welcome you in there. In the meanwhile, do share my podcast with your fellow business besties and tag me in your Insta stories while you're at it at this is Rebecca K. Until next time, thanks for tuning in. Bye for now.